Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Lund University International Podcast. On the show, we aim to give you a taste of what international student life is like in Lund. And we're going to speak with some current students, uh, alumni, teachers, and many more special guests. My name is Elliot, and I am a graduate student here at Lund University. And I have the honor and the privilege to talk with some of my friends here about uh, the international student experience, what it's like to be an international uh, student at Lund, at Sweden's most international university. So I'm gonna talk just briefly about the university and then we're gonna have uh, each of my guests introduce themselves. Um, Lund University is one of the most international universities in the whole European Union, but it is also the most international university in Sweden. We have students from 130 countries. We have 140 degree programs that are, um, that are international. You know, and that's not only uh, the only thing that we talk about here at Lund. Um, we also have a huge extensive network of global partners and research collaborations. Uh, our international exchange agreements are widespread across the world. And we have a partner uh, university network of 75 countries where we have universities that we partner with from all over the world. So with all of that data and all of those facts and figures, I'm happy to talk to my guests here about their stories and about them. So if you'd like to introduce yourself. Yeah, of course. Hello, everybody. My name is Sevinj. I am from Azerbaijan and I study, uh, I pursue a master's degree on European business law here at Lund University. Hmm. Hello, everyone. My name is Micah and I do the master's program in Asian studies at the Center for East and Southeast uh, Asian Studies. And I'm from the Netherlands. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Dicky, and I'm from Indonesia. Currently, I'm doing my master's degree in global studies. Well, thanks for everyone for coming here and joining me on the podcast. This is going to be a fun, fun conversation, and I hope everyone listening also uh, thinks that it's that it's enlightening. Um, so, Lund, as you can tell, has a very diverse student body. Um, so, tell me about what what's it like to be part of an international group, such as the students in Lund. If you if you'd like to go first, you can, but we can bounce around as well. It's always hard who goes first. Yeah, right. <laughs> All the time. I mean, I guess I can start a bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, being in such an international environment, it's fun, but it also has a, I think, a big educational value. Mm -hmm. For example, in my program, there are so many people from within Europe and from Asia and also other North Africa, also like a lot of places in the world. I could name all the countries, but I'll probably forget a few. <laughs> but I really realized that... Um, we do a lot of collaborative projects, like in the lecture, we will get together, make a presentation, talk about a concept. And if you just have people from different countries, they have often very different perspectives from their own individual experience and also their educational experience. So I think this is really important to get together and to learn together in this kind of way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what can I, I, I can also add that it really depends on your program as well. Because, for example, I'm a lawyer and in my group, we are up to 30 people who are coming from totally different countries, mm. jurisdictions. And mm -hmm. especially our courses, especially the seminars are based on the discussions. So we are discussing in a particular legal issue, but we all are coming from like different ideas, different jurisdictions, cultures and everything. So it is really enlightening, I would say. 
Yeah, it, it's same like in my program. It's uh, the name of my program is Global Studies. So well, of course, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everyone is from different uh, academic background and also mm -hmm. cultural background. Mm -hmm. So it's fun to have a lot of uh, insight from various, uh, yeah, uh, different backgrounds. Hmm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. It's kind of that it's not just as like fun, but also very important. And that's something people tend to forget, I think. Hmm. I definitely feel like, you know, as a student here as well, I, I feel that it's it's like two educations at once. You know, you have yeah, the, exactly. the regular education that you get in the classroom, professor to student or, you know, peer to student. But you also get this secondary education about, you know, living in a different country. That's one main one. And, and then also this international background and exactly. all these people. Yeah, We both develop from the academic Right. point of view but also as a person because for example for me I'm coming from Azerbaijan and it was my first time that mm. I lived in the EU and mm. everything was new totally mm. and I, I really personally I made a huge progress during the previous year and now mm. as well so yeah it is literally worth to experience it is challenging at some point mm. but it is really worth it because you become a better person you become a stronger person mm. Mm. And it really transcends beyond the classroom leaders, you say, because, I mean, I come from the Netherlands, so it's not that far. There's two <laughs> countries between. But for you, Dickie, coming from Indonesia, and right. for you coming from Azerbaijan, like, it must be really nice to also find this kind of comfort in other people who come from far, uh, far away places. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. But what is it like to to interact with the other international students? How? What? Tell me some experiences or stories that you have about you know, maybe your friends or, you know, what it's like to be in, you know, things like that. Yeah, actually, this is something that I discussed with my best friend last night. Yeah. Like what I could say sometimes, especially when you're coming from um, outside of the EU, mm -hmm. you have some stereotypes. But uh, in the end, you end up like after getting experience, after interacting with many people, you end up like the main factor is human. We all are humans in the end. So we have a lot of differences from the religious point of view, from the mm. cultural point of view. But in the end, you can really uh, make friends here very easily from different countries. And this is really something that you, you uh, clearly see the human factor. I mean, you can get along with your friends and you can meet new people. And then in the end, you become friends. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, no. I, I've been yeah. working a lot with the uh, group work at uh, my programs. And of course, uh, since we are from different academic and also cultural backgrounds, so it's quite challenging for me from Indonesia mm. work with, yeah, because I mean, uh, at my home country, it's not that really international. I mean, when I studied uh, during bachelor, but now, yeah, we have a lot of like uh, agree to disagree when we work together. Mm -hmm. But I think it's common thing as long as we tolerate, try to be tolerant. And then, yeah, we stay humble, you know, because uh, we have to, to understand each other's better. Yeah. And you learn from them. Yes, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. I think something that, that international students find a lot is that difference can be celebrated. You know, that it's, that it's something to embrace. You know, that, that being different and operating in a different country with different people and in a different way can be something that's a, a learning lesson. And I think that's really something that's part of the international education here, uh, for sure. Um, tell me more about your international programs. So, like I said earlier, we have 140 international programs here at Lund University, which is quite extensive. But what is it like to be in class. I know, Dickie, you mentioned some group work. Mm -hmm. Give me 
the lay of the land, if you will, of, of what it's like? I mean, I feel like Dickie already said it, mm-hmm. kind of very comprehensive that um, you do group projects together. That's what we do in Asian studies. And then you can run into these disagreements or see things that you have in common. And especially in the first year, it's really important to work through that and to actually learn how do you work in such a multicultural, diverse environment or such a group setting. I think that's a very important thing to learn. And maybe one of you, you already shared your experience, but maybe you also have some experience with that. Yeah, of course, Uh, I totally agree. Because uh, for example, when it comes to my program specifically, it is like European business science. I was thinking that, okay, it's it's totally European law. So I'm coming from a non-EU jurisdiction. I mean, I might too beyond them, like, mm-hmm. but the, the problem structure is very interesting. Like, you don't feel like you're coming outside of the EU. You start from the beginning, you start from the constitutional and all the essentials. And all the discussions, all the group works are based on one particular topic that everyone can be involved. So this is something that I really like. So Like, you don't feel like, I'm not confident, I don't know this in the EU law, but no, not mm-hmm. really. <laughs> Yeah, I believe like everyone has their own strength and their weakness, you know. So mm. it's good to, to yeah, to come up when when you are in the class and when you uh, discuss something about the global issues, for example, at my program. So yeah, it's interesting to know from the various uh, perspective, and yeah, uh, uh, some people also have experience uh, already when they work, uh, for example, at the UN or at the minister uh, institutions at their mm-hmm. home country. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's super interesting. Yeah, yeah. So now uh, there's an opportunity to sit, to share some stories about you know your international. I mean, obviously we're doing a lot of sharing here about <laughs> international perspectives and things like that. But I'm curious if there's anything that that pops out. If there's a, an instance where you found that feeling of wow, that's something I wouldn't have learned if I was back home in my home university or whatever it would have been. Is there anything that particularly stands out? There have been a lot of things, yeah, probably, yeah. but one of the most common ones I can talk about mm. potlucks. Mm. Like, you know, there are a lot of countries represented, like, I mean... What's a potluck, for those potluck that don't know? Potluck is that uh, you gather with your friends and each of you brings some food from oh, your national yeah. cuisine, a traditional food. And I'm terrible at cooking, I would say, <laughs> but they, like, they really insisted, please bring something, <laughs> like, yeah. from us. Yeah. And it was really, it, it was a very, we do it very occasionally, like um, we do it a lot and everyone brings their national food and from India, from Azerbaijan, Turkey, mm. Greece, mm. Greece and everywhere, Italian as well, Italy mm. as well. Mm. So yeah, we are discussing, we are representing the food and we are giving it background, like it, like this stuff and you, it, at the same time, alongside with your studies, you, you learn this cultural information like that, uh, that is very essential for in Azerbaijan, we have this saying that the, a person who studies uh, a lot uh, knows less than a, a person who experiences a lot. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so you wow. really experience uh, at the place uh, from like uh, very regionally. Yeah. I find myself um, learning a weird amount of random facts about politics of other countries. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. had um, it, the Italian elections, I think, I'm not sure, last year or this year, mm. and my Italian friend, she was kind of keeping everyone updated. Every time she was on the laptop, she's like, oh no, like this part's doing this, or they're doing this now. <laughs> so that was that was quite fun, I think, because I would never really dive into Italian politics. 
But then when I was watching the Dutch news and they were talking about it, I realized, oh, actually, no, I know what's going on. So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, what, what I learned from here is like uh, living in the corridor, in the international mm. corridor. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it's such a beautiful, uh, I mean, uh, because in my corridor, we are like 12 people, but we are from different countries, you know. And yeah, we cook together easily. And yeah, what's a corridor to... for those that don't, that might not be ah, familiar yeah. <laughs> with it? Yeah. So basically, when we are in Lund, we have like some options like to live better in, in studio or in corridor. Mm. But in the corridor, you usually like share the kitchen or the mm. bathroom together mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. with uh, the other international students. So it's fun. Usually, yeah, we watch movie together every Saturday night. So, so much fun. yeah, you will never uh, be bored, you know, at home because, yeah, we have friends, international friends to talk with. Yeah. When you go outside of the room, you meet your corridor mates and you have a big discussion, right. conversations, and yeah, mm -hmm. that's really good. I also heard some of my friends who are living together, they would have a cultural movie nights, so they would watch yeah. a movie from their country, which <laughs> seems oh, really super cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, watch yeah, we did also karaoke ah, with our okay. own language, so it's really fun <laughs> to me, yes. <laughs> We also used to do the Eurovision night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was really fun. We watched the Eurovision last year together as well. That's something that I had no experience with before I came to, to Sweden. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, it's a big thing here, the Eurovision and all that stuff. And Everyone brings their own flag and very patriotic. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 This song will be the winner. This song will be the winner. It's really mm -hmm. fun. I think it will actually have it in Malmö. Next yes, time, next year. This year, this year, this year, yeah. Yeah, we can elevate this cultural experience. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So we've talked a lot about student life and what it's like to live in the in the student in a corridor room, for example, or things like uh, you know in, in the program. But are there other uh, ways that you access the international qualities of Lund? maybe through a student association or some sort of activity that you do. I know, for example, I love to play some sports once in a while, so I, I'm going to go play some paddle today. And it's probably going to be a big international group of folks, right, that are going to be playing. So do you have any instances where you, you kind of tap into that international wealth of knowledge, I guess? Yeah, I think... For me, personally, I'm coming from a capital city, which is overcrowded. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that Lund is a small city, will I be bored? But, vice versa, <laughs> like, I was bored in Baku maybe at some point when I was a student, but here, it's a, it's a fully student city, so yeah. the city yeah. is very alive, like, there are a lot of activities, a lot of organizations, yeah. like, even sometimes I cannot end up with which event to go, where to go, mm. like, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And what I can recommend is that there are student nations which are the most popular one. If you become a member of a student loon, you you can benefit from the mm -hmm. events of different student organizations, mm -hmm. different nations, from, mm -hmm. from parties to the educative seminars, workshops mm -hmm. as well. So mm -hmm. it depends on you. And also, um, outside you always get student discounts in every organization, even if it's not related to the university, I would say, or... Maybe we have the I'm uh, I I'm the Swedish Institute scholarship holder and oh, yeah. Lund is the biggest network of that institute. Mm -hmm. So for people who don't have any idea, I can say that the Swedish Institute um, compensates all the costs of international students. It's a scholarship, right? Exactly, yeah. it is yeah. a fully funded scholarship. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, we we also have a network here in Lund. We mm -hmm. organize we. We organize study visit to Volvo, IKEA, like Swedish oh, giants. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah, so there are a lot of activities to do, I would say. 
Hmm. Maybe you have some more. <laughs> yeah, I think my yeah. favorite example is one time I was in a nation. It's like um, kind of a student club, but they have like their bar. And it was a really big building. It had one room on the right, one room on the left. So on the right, you could go to the pub with your friends uh, from school. And then I was there. And then I went to the other room. And people were just peacefully sitting there and knitting <laughs> and, and doing arts. Yeah. And I just thought, because you go there with your friends. And there are lots of people who go there. And it's very international. But I thought it was just so fun. To see. And it was just on the same night. So mm -hmm. there were people just having a beer. And there were people in the other room just knitting and painting. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I just thought it was such a nice thing to see that there's something for everyone and you don't need to go to a party or go yeah. have a beer. Right. Like, I don't drink alcohol, so that's sometimes hard for me, but that I can just go knit if I want. Yeah. yeah. Just a very quick addition to that. There yeah. are also languages, language yeah. coffee. Yeah, yeah language right. coffee. You know, it's really interesting. There is a big hall yeah. and there are some flags, for example, German flag mm -hmm. or Turkish flag. If you want to practice, you just go to that round table and you just... Uh, I mean, interact yeah, with them. Exactly, yeah. yeah. These options are really good. Yeah, yeah. For me, like, uh, a part of studying, also, I enjoy a lot of, like, international activities here. Um, for example, like, if I miss, like, Asian foods, I just go to EASA. It's Asia Student Associations. Mm -hmm. Usually, like, cook together, do yoga, and, yeah, a lot of activities, like, hiking even together. Yeah, and we have also, like, uh, Indonesian Students Associations. So if I miss to speak Bahasa Indonesia, I can talk with them, <laughs> really, you know. <laughs> because it's quite hard for me to speak English all the time, yeah. you know, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So we've talked a little bit about some of, the, like I said earlier, we talked a bit about student life and all these different things. And now we've talked about some associations and all that, and that's really great. What are some of the resources that come from the university that you access uh, as an international student? I know, for example, there's a health center for international students. Tell me more about that for, for our listeners. And, yeah. I think it's better to go one by one because yeah. we yeah. each of us have experiences the different, in, uh, yeah. in different okay. ways. Yeah, I can say the academic um, support center mm. because, um, for example, my first I I wrote my first paper in Lund and mm. it was very stressful for me because you know it is at least a thirty pages of document that uh, you need to avoid from plagiarism, of course. In English to, as well. In, in right. English, right. academic English, right. you need to avoid from the plagiarism, you need to do the references properly and everything. So I, I had quite challenges about that, but mm. there is an academic health center that you just make an appointment and, and they really support you. Mm -hmm. They learn, they teach you how to like avoid plagiarism. What is plagiarism? How yeah. to avoid from that, yeah. etc. But in a very kind and educative way, I mm. would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had actually the same experience as you, because I, in my undergraduate, I did Japanese studies and also communication, which was mostly marketing. So, I mean, writing a marketing plan is very different from writing an academic paper. So right. I did what you did, yeah, write a paper, yeah. send it there. I went there, there was a really nice guy who did a master in English Lit, and he just pointed on the computer at some things. <laughs> Maybe he's listening, thank you. <laughs> but it was just really, I don't know if you had this experience as well, but it was really, really friendly. Exactly. Like, mm. It's so kind of... Um, like they are scary, not blaming right? you. Like you no, don't know. Yeah, Why don't you don't know judge, this? You are in a right? master's yeah. degree, but they okay. It's totally fine. Just ask me directly. Mail mm -hmm. whatever you need. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have experience to uh, to go to student health center mm -hmm. because you know coming from Indonesia, uh, which a country doesn't have a winter time, you know, so yeah. <laughs> it's really hard for me to experience winter time here. Mm -hmm. It's cold and dark, you know, so. I called the student health center and they gave me some tips and also like 
practice mindfulness, it's really helpful for me too, mm. to, uh, to pass through the darkness and the coldness here, you know? Yeah. 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 And that's really hard, I think, the difference sometimes with uh, the winter and the summer with the sun. Because I come from Netherlands, it's it's south of Sweden, <laughs> so it's very similar. But I also have classmates from very, very south countries as well. And mm. there's like, I, I don't know what to mm. do in winter. There's yeah. no sun. I mean, I think the best advice would be that uh, getting up vitamin D is very mm. common. And what I can say... Supplements, for example. Exactly, you can take all the time. Yeah. And um, have proper food, like have right. healthy food. Mm. And all the time, do not skip your right. lunches mm. or... I think you need to stay active or productive as well, you know. Mm -hmm. I usually do workout and I love social workout, so I usually go to the gym and oh, yes, join yeah. like a, you know, like a Zumba or you, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, body pump together with some friends. And yeah, but it's a really nice thing that uh, the university and the health center takes it very seriously and takes yeah. it really seriously the place people come from and mm -hmm. then they kind of know how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And also one thing that I didn't know before I come to Lund, because Sweden is known as a cold country, like dark, mm -hmm. snowy, mm -hmm. but Lund is the most southern mm -hmm. part. So do not wait, like, or do not expect the minus 15 or 20. It's With fine. snow, there's not very much snow yeah. either. But yeah. it's fine. I yeah. mean, you will not yeah. freeze. It's it's good. It's manageable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the fact that Lund is such an international university is something that's rare. I think it's a very rare thing because I've felt personally that when I've been in class that I've been sitting in the United Nations. I mean, really, it feels like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's something that if people are out there thinking about which school should I go to, they should think very long and hard about what kind of student environment do they want to live in. Not just what their, you know, what the city is or things like that, but who do they want to be interacting with? Do they want to be interacting with people from different cultures, from different language backgrounds, from all over the world? Because that's where the world is going. And we're all becoming more globalized. Mm -hmm. So now on that note, I'd love to hear your final parting thoughts to our listeners about what it's like to be international in an international city at Sweden's most international university. What you were saying before we go to final words, and mm. I think it's really important that people think about where they want to live mm. because obviously you want to go to a good university in uh, like a good country or, but in the end, I live here for two years. Mm. There are also international bachelors and those people who live here for three or four years, it's a long time. Mm. I think sometimes people underestimate and they kind of choose this prestige over where they are actually mm. living. Mm. Um, I mean, the university, university, there's not really much to debate there. Yeah, but, right, right. <laughs> but I think that's very important. And I guess to the final words, what it's like to be an international student at the university. I mean, for me, it's great because mm -hmm. when I was doing my bachelor's, there were some international students, but not many. And the program I do, Asian Studies, you kind of need this international environment to do it. Because I feel if you do Asian Studies, for example, in my own country, and I'm just with Dutch students, like, okay, that's very convenient, but... Doing Asian studies and also being with students from Asia, right. it's a very different thing. And you're not just studying a place, but you're studying the place together with the people who are from there. Mm. And I think that's what's especially in humanities and things as area studies. Sometimes I feel like that lacks a bit in other places. And in Lund, it's just it's just the whole package, I think. Exactly. This is what, what I think as well. She just summarizes it in the best <laughs> way. Yeah. Uh, what I can say is that, yes, I, I really enjoy my each day. And, um, you know, when it comes to the university itself, I really love the environment. Mm -hmm. It is okay. It is in, international as well. But the, the 
quality of the education, mm. the atmosphere in the classroom, mm. the support of the professors. They are very kind. They, they listen to each of your ideas very carefully. And then they say, oh, my God, yeah, I haven't heard about it. I haven't mm. heard about that. I haven't thought about it. Thank mm. you. Mm. And everything, yeah, everything is is very, like, in a high level, I would say, mm. which I like. And... Of course, as just as she mentioned, that when you when you decide to study abroad, you should just uh, just be careful about the country and the edu- and the university as well. And here, it's it's all in one pack. Yeah, <laughs> you're lucky. You're yeah, happy. we are lucky. Um, yeah, so for me, like I have tips. Like uh, if you come from a very far away country, for like for example, like me from Indonesia, don't be afraid to come to Sweden, especially mm. to learn mm. university, because you have a lot of support system actually from the university, for example, like the student health or academic center, you know, that can help you uh, to be more progressive. And then also the international vibes here. So yeah, don't be afraid. I mean, you still find Asian foods also, you know, here. And yeah, (laughs) with the weather, I I mean, I survived here during the first (laughs) winter. So I'm sure you guys will survive. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for being on. And I hope to see you around Lund. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening so much to this episode of the Lund University International Podcast. If you're interested in learning more about Lund University, you can go to our website, lunduniversity.lu.se. You can also follow us on social media, on Facebook and on Instagram. And we look forward to having you listen to our next podcast soon. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.